0: Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek 3, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris LaSalle. And I must be your other co-host, David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Chris, how's it going? Good. The lights are back on here at Star Trek Minute Studios. <laughs> yes, they are. That uh, crazy power outage we uh, we had up here in New England for it's almost a week. It was kind of crazy. So, uh, uh, sorry, folks, for our uh, strange schedule. But we're back. We're actually back talking about Minute Forty-Seven of the Search for Spock. Minute 47 starts with Captain Styles saying, Speed, standby, transwarp drive. and ends a minute later with Mr. Scott saying, Here, Doctor, souvenirs. Indeed. My first thought on this minute is is the music. Yeah. Because when you... I don't, I don't remember the music connect, connecting back to minute 46, because all of a sudden, I, you know, minute 47 starts with, like, we're full-on, like, battle music and i right. taking it not quite con not quite Klingons but it's definitely intense you know battle music and, and I immediately think of bad guys like it's you know mm. and uh, I didn't notice that in 46 and I know there was other there was other lead up we were talking about with the Horner score but this one just kind of came right into my face and um, or into my ears I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It just it just t- totally struck me and, and it caught me off guard with 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 the with the music and the and the, the tone it was setting.
1: For me, thinking about uh, so, <laughs> I completely was not when I think about this minute was not thinking about that. And again, I I don't know where my mind was taking me, but the thing that I think most about in terms of this minute is uh, the chairs. The and I know we talked about that last minute, when, you know, and I think we even talked about it with Paul and Ted. These are the worst chairs ever, and I think we get a real glimpse of how bad these chairs this are. Is when everybody,
0: everyone straps in, right, or clicks in, or... So,
1: yep, so he calls, so Stiles calls up for, you know, he's continuing his thought of, you know, prepare for warp speed, um, you know, standby warp, uh, transwarp drive, and then they sort of do a, a shot around the exterior of the, you know, the the control room, the bridge, and you see everyone sort of clacking together their um, seatbelt. I mean, I don't know what you would call it restrain bar. Um, but if you notice how far away the chairs are from the the control panel, and yeah. then when they put the the clack the thing on, they're basically like now sitting in a reclined position, which is where you would want to be in a chair like this. Is in a nice recline. They can't even reach the control panel. Like these are literally Starfleet. Um, went to the Michael Scott school of buying chairs and um, completely bought the wrong chairs for this uh, for this vessel you know what they look
0: like now they look like you know little kids in a high chair trying to reach out and you know pull something off the the grown-ups table
1: oh yeah and you know you get the good shot of the guy he's he, you know the first guy he's he clacks them together and he sort of leans back and, he, and then he has to like yeah. he's like reaching over to push the buttons and then we get another, so there's another view, and after all the business, you can you can see it's probably like second 25 of the minute. And you see when Styles gets up and everyone else unclacks their thing, that everyone sort of scoots forward on their chair. So they're sitting like right on the edge so that they can reach all the buttons. And don't even get me started with the neon green lights on the bottom.
0: So is the assumption then that is, is when they go to Transwarp, they, they click in and they're supposed to just uh, lean back and chill and just enjoy the ride?
1: That's what I'm wondering, like, is that what the chairs were designed for? So I really want to like this minute, you know, because I feel like it's 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 funny and and, and, and kind of interesting and cool. But in the end, I, I find too many flaws and weird stuff in this minute that I just don't like it.
0: You want to like it and you're not liking
1: it. I want, I want to okay. like it. So the chairs aren't the only only issue I have with this minute. And we'll get to that when we get to that part, but... And I, I mean, I'll say that when I get to, when we get to that part. But um, so the big thing I think for me is is the chairs at
0: the beginning of the minute. So yeah. I hadn't really noticed that. Well, I had noticed it, but not enough to tick me off like it's doing to you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, w- my one of my notes uh, was uh, in that same shot where the where the crew members are, are clicking in. Uh, there's a. I, I don't think I've noticed this before on this bridge. There's on the control panels. There's a reflection um and it must be a reflection coming from the ceiling yeah and from it's, the light. it's landing on and and but i i realize and it's hard to, it's still hard to tell or i'm wondering is this they're not actually pushing physical buttons like we're used to seeing people push physical buttons it looks to me like is this supposed to be you know those you know ipad touch displays is this the first like iteration of that you know we know obviously we see that in uh um, next generation. That's how all their displays work. Is that yeah. This is? is that what this is supposed to be? I think that's
1: what this is. The evolution. Yeah. This is the the the, the you know the NX two thousand. This is the next the evolution of the starship. This is you know it's got the transwarp drive and the touchpad um, screens.
0: Yeah. So I just thought it was. Wonder
1: if this is where they got. I wonder if this is where they got the idea for those. Maybe
0: it, it looks. I mean, I think how they probably implemented it was it's still physical buttons underneath the glass (laughs) because it still looks like you know all blinky lights just like we're used to seeing they look they kind of look like they are physical buttons but they're they're just underneath a layer of glass
1: well the one place that i would love to see is where first officer and the navigator are sitting and we don't get to see their control panel because obviously when we see like sulu and scotty we can see them physically hitting switches and buttons and you know knobs and all kinds of stuff here we don't get to see any of that so we don't really get to see if they have the same type of control panel or if it's like the you know the panels
0: in right. the the back crew well i think there's a shot i think there is one shot in here dave in this minute actually oh really yeah it's of the it's the the, the woman it's uh like around minute uh second 22 it's the
1: oh you are right yes yes so they do so I guess they do still have buttons and uh, you know I totally was you're right the navigator does have the that little uh, right. light up pad um, with the pushy buttons and I guess she does have like a little joystick too yeah. pushy buttons pushy buttons but for the most part it does look like she has um, she just has iPad screens
0: yeah there's nothing much there's only that one keypad or you know whatever yeah. that is yeah one bank of buttons. everything else looks like flat displays we need to see. Yeah, I agree. I, I always get a kick out of I know we've talked about it before and there's been there's been other shots in RathaCon. I think there was one early on when the Enterprise came into space dock here where you get that the cameras behind the navigator and you get to see all of their stuff, you know, all the all the control panels. It's it's a it's a good it's a good uh, piece of equipment. Right. So a couple things. The 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 computer voice, well we were talking about We've been trying to figure out who the computer voices are, right? And we have failed. <laughs> yeah, we we know we know that uh, Leonard Nimoy did the voice of the Turbo Lift on Excelsior yep. uh, under Frank under pseudonym Frank Vorce. Uh But there's two voices, right? Two computer voices going on in this minute. Uh, the one that says "Full power available" sounds like a male voice. Yep. And then another one. Full power available. Yes. Oh, that's a goodness well done um, and then there's a second voice that does what is it the countdown
1: i think it's a countdown it yeah. says transwarp drive maximum velocity in 5
0: 4 3 to 1 yep and that's a female i think it's a female voice it's kind of all distorted yeah. but uh, i couldn't find uh, i couldn't find any references to it and you you said you couldn't either right you found, like everybody every other voice but theirs
1: yeah every other voice but that yeah. like these two voices here so Uncredited. Unless unless they are fooling us again, and this is also Leonard Nimoy's vo- voice doing full power available, just really distorted. And um, maybe the computer voice that does the transwarp drive um, is the same woman who did the um, uh, danger, you know... Uh, space doors. Doors not open. Your space doors not open. So yeah, so they're getting ready for a transwarp drive. Um, first officer calls out and says, Transwarp at your command, sir. And then the computer comes on and says, full power available. Is this, you know, we we talked about the iPads and the touchy screens. Is this the first time that the computer has been, I don't know how to put it, like, the, that it's, like, I don't want to say sentient, but it's, like, responding to command? Hmm. Like, I feel like it's just out of the blue. It's, like, full power available.
0: Like, like it's a member of the crew. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: he... Style says, trans- standby, warp drive. First officer says, trans warp But your command. And then the computer comes in and says, full power available. I feel like that's like a chain of, you know, the order. Like, usually right. you say, computer, you know, to, to Scotty for the next movie, you know, computer, give me this or computer, you know, give me that. I feel like here it just sort of is offering the information.
0: Yeah. That's a really, really good observation. I don't think I ever would have picked up on that. And I agree, that is not normal.
1: I feel like this is another tip in the cap of hey Excelsior is that much more advanced than any other star starship in the in the fleet. Right.
0: starship has a
1: personality.
0: Yeah, maybe. What was the name of the starship in um Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy The one with the oh infinity. the improb- with the improbability drive. Improbability drive. drive. <laughs> didn't did, didn't it had an attitude, right? Didn't it talk to like just nobody asked it to but it was talking.
1: Oh, you know what? I it's been a while since I read that. Um, the only thing I remember is is Marvin, you know, being He was, de- he was depressed.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> right, uh, but no, I feel like that. I feel like The, the computer on the, on the on the with the improbability drive was also a chatterbox or something, and it was, it was just you know, like, will you shut up already? Uh, but I could be mis- misremembering.
1: Uh, I vaguely remember. Yes, I. I'm going to have to go uh, back. It was the Heart of Gold was the name of the ship. Um. And that's the ship gold. that uh, Zaphod Zaphod Beeblebrox steals.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I still remember finding that book. Like I found that book by accident. That wasn't a book that yeah. got recommended to me or anything. That was something that was at uh, uh, the the paperback booksmith and uh, Bedford Mall. Uh, I just remember picking it up one time. Like, oh, this sounds this sounds funny. This sounds interesting. I like science fiction. I like funny.
1: Yeah, I think you were the one that recommended it to me.
0: Was I really? Yeah, cool. I don't remember that.
1: Usually books like when we were growing up, you were always the one who said, hey, you should read this, hey, you should read that.
0: Well, thanks, man.
1: Yeah, I didn't say it was a good
0: thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, So back to the minute. Um, Styles. So we just talked about this. Uh, I don't remember if it was a Latin.
1: Yeah, it was on the the Federation, the Listeners' Federation. Yeah, you brought up the whole thing about because... Lorca says go.
0: Oh, it was on. Okay, so it wasn't on the show. It was on the on the on the in the Lizard Federation. Yeah. yeah. So Style says execute, and the card says engage, and now Lorca Discovery like says execute. go. What would you say?
1: I said I don't like execute.
0: I don't like I don't like it either. So we talked. Yeah, again. So just to bring it bring it back up. So we got execute. We got engage. We got go. And then we couldn't really figure out what Kirk. Kirk didn't have a a catchphrase he just usually told Zulu or factor 9 or 5 or whatever. Uh, he didn't have a catchphrase.
1: Fire. He says fire.
0: Fire, right. Uh so which do you okay, so of those then, which do you like? Which your favorite?
1: I would say engage is my favorite. Okay. Um I just execute just does not I, I it just sounds condescending. I don't know why. It just sounds like execute like do your job right? where I feel like Engage is much more like hey let's all go you know let's and I don't know I just I feel like Execute is just
0: harsher than Engage or Go it's got to have something to do with Styles himself right because we know we don't like Styles. he's a he's a smarmy dude it, yes it all goes together right yeah I'm still going to say that I I, I know I, I only uh, I am digging Lorca's go on Star Trek Discovery Yeah, it's just one word. There's something the way he delivers it, and it works for me. And I know it's dumb because it's just one. (laughs) It's like the smallest word you could say, uh, but it works. Uh, So I want a go T-shirt. That's what I. That's what I want.
1: Okay, I'll get on that.
0: All right. So execute. We thumbs down. We don't like it. Um. So then the Excelsior, with uh, the first officer hits the button. Right, we see him hit the button to go. Yep, uh, And then you get all these fun sound effects as the Excelsior winds down.
1: So I would be super happy with this minute if the Excelsior does what it does. You know, it starts to gear up as if it's going to, you know, engage the, the transwarp drive. And it's going to blast out of there. And then it just sort of, like, the power shuts off and it just sort of coasts. Yeah. But it does this old car conking out noise, like... And it just, I my stomach turns, and I'm just like, this is not what Star Trek is about. Like, the jokes that they do are, like, they didn't have to sink to this level of jokiness with this. <laughs> I just feel like it's stupid, and it's completely unnecessary. And this is one of the other reasons why I absolutely don't like this minute, is that
0: stupid car noise. Wow. So, the Excelsior jalopy is not your... You know what? I love that.
1: Yes, the Excelsior jal- Jalopy. I do not like. I like the name, don't like the noise. Okay, uh, but that was what I was talking about earlier. Was I think that's what got the big laugh, right? Was the was... it? It is. It totally. That's what. That's what gets the laugh. But the more I see it, the more I think that is just not Star Trek. Like they did not need that comedy. That it just was. I just don't like it
0: i'm all I'm all right with it i totally understand what you're saying and, and the, you know the, the, the jokes go too far and the humor goes too far uh, but they also like they 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 i don't know try to hammer the 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 funny home when they cut to style's reaction and he's like he's got all of these goofball faces on as he's looking around him you know obviously he's hearing the same sounds we are and, right. and all I can think of is uh, the the principal from Ferris Bueller. Um, I can't think of his name. I've been trying <laughs> to think of it the whole time we're talking. Uh, it just seems like a reaction out of Ferris Bueller. You know, some, you know, over-the-top, you know, playing it for laughs. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's too much. Well, I love the confusion amongst everyone
1: is as soon as the, as you say, the Excelsior jalopy stops style busts out of his you know bad chair restraint everyone else busts out of the restraint there's no talking going on and he comes over and looks and they go over to the what I'm assuming is a TRS-80 graphic um because I know when I had the TRS-80 I did all kinds of fun stuff like this creating graphs and color pages and making the screen flash because that's had to be of what they used here um so they look at the screen, and, you know, it's flickering, and transwarp drive, and then all of a sudden the screen goes blank, and it says, good morning, Captain. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and um, and then they're all looking at each other like, what is going on here? And then the woman is like, she raises her hand and shrugs like, well, I don't know. You're all Starfleet officers on a advanced piece of technology. Shrugging and shaking your head doesn't do it for me. You're all smart people.
0: I'm putting so much pressure on this Excelsior crew. Are you standing up right now as you're saying all this?
1: I think I am. I think I'm <laughs> pointing and waving my arms.
0: Uh, I had that note, too, that nobody says anything. It's, uh, you know, how many, how many, you know, scenes of uh, in Star Trek have we seen of a bridge crew just fully animated, and everyone's talking to each other, and you hear stuff over the speakers, and, you know, all this activity, and nothing. Nobody says that they're just in, I guess they're just in shock, but it's a... Yeah, it's it's notable for <laughs> for the lack of you know people are doing stuff. I yeah, there's people no in the back no doing stuff. But yeah, they're all doing stuff, but no one is saying anything.
1: Like, what is going on? You know, the first thing out of my head was, like, what the <laughs> f? You know, what's going on here? What happened? And even when it says good morning, Captain, like you know, they just sort of look dumbfounded. Like,
0: what? Good morning, Captain. Uh, did you did you think of Joshua uh, from War Games?
1: a little bit yeah I think I think it would have even played so I think this minute could have used that I was I would be okay with that sort of slapstick versus the jalopy sound
0: yeah I mean we've seen that before right with the, the I'm thinking of like um, the HAL 9000 when it doesn't when it comes online does it it sings a song right but does it want to play tic-tac-toe no that's that's mm-hmm. Joshua wants to play tic-tac-toe uh, yeah but but yeah I like those I like those moments with computers these you know Artificial intelligence, you know, when they, they it just gets simplified right. and it's very straightforward and friendly and a simpler time. Uh, yeah, they could have they could have totally done that here. That would have been an interesting, you know, like, you know, what would you like to do today? You know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just. So I'm kind of glad we're moving away from Smarmy Styles and his jalopy.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you. I this you mentioned this is the last this is the last moment we see excelsior right in the film
1: yeah so okay. i have another question for you so as you know kirk and crew are you know stealing the enterprise we know that excelsior is inside you know space dock and you know styles they they start the pursuit are they the only vessel in earth's solar system I would think that there would be more ships around to
0: aid in the pursuit of enterprise. Yeah, but you know, Star Trek has a kind of a a history for we're the only ship in the sector. We're the only yeah. ship in the quadrant. we're the only ship. Right. We're the only... <laughs> so to to me this this is okay. And this follows suit, this, this follows pattern. It follows that pattern. and I will say that I'm so programmed to this pattern that there are scenes in you know uh like when the borg you know the borg uh comes into the solar system earth solar system and there's you know yeah you know, hundreds or dozens of starships you know battling it all at once then i am totally like overwhelmed and flummoxed I'm like what what where did all these ships come from <laughs> you know because you never see them all together it's always you know lone ships or in twos but you never see them in large groups and um, right so and it, i guess it makes sense right it's a big galaxy um you, they, they would be spread out all over the place but uh so yeah i think this holds pattern i think it totally it's it's plausible it'd be fun if you saw like little shuttles coming out after them too like all right i'll try and get him in this <laughs> <laughs> so how could they have done this scene better dave i have a thought unless you didn't have you
1: no, go ahead. I would like, love to hear your thoughts on making this scene better.
0: Well, you, you kind of you mentioned it a little bit when you said, you know, uh, you know, they hit say, you know, punch it, execute, whatever. It is. Ooh, punch it. Who says punch it? Um I think that's the wrong movie. <laughs> totally the wrong movie. <laughs> Where did that come from? Punch it? Is that oh, that's Star Wars? That's Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Sorry. <laughs> they just popped it's in my happens. head. Joey. Uh, Star Trek. Minute so they so they do the countdown five four three to one go and you know you hear the ship wind up and then it was let's just say wind down we don't need the jalopy noises but would have been awesome if this exterior shot of the of the excelsior is slowing down if just all the lights went off and it started to just slowly tumble you know like kind of drift away but not in a straight line just kind of started to drift i think that would have been great because it's You know, again, these things, these massive ships we've talked about lots of times, and um, they're not easy to maneuver. It would be just cool to see it kind of just start to lose control a little bit. But slowly and gracefully, that would have worked for me.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I'm okay with, um, you know, up to the, chairs aside, I'm up to everything in the minute so far has been good. You know, they, they hit the button to go to Transwarp Drive, and I agree. I think it would have been if they do the gearing up, and it's like, whoa, 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 and then all of a sudden it just, the power just goes out. Like you said, like, even the lights and the sensor array, like, just the power goes off, and it just sort of lists, and, you know, then you go to the interior, and then maybe, you know, everyone's sort of, like, scrambling around, and then Styles gives that one line. You don't even need the, the little computer screen that says, you know, good morning, Captain. Like, I, I feel like you could just, you could class it up a little bit more. Maybe that's what I'm looking for, is a little Star Trek class. A little class. This is, this is like school on a Saturday. No class. No <laughs> class minute.
0: So, since this is the last moment of talking about the Excelsior, for this film at least, we know it'll be back, um, Have I, I think we've talked about it, but maybe offline. Have we talked about Transwarp and Gene Roddenberry? Uh, we haven't. Okay. So, uh, I just thought that was interesting. There's the, uh, the Gene Roddenberry has gone on record saying... He, he does not he thinks transwarp trans uh he was not into it he didn't like it didn't like the concept you know warp 10 was like as fast as you could go and that was it and so this whole right. like oh how do we make a sh- how do we have a ship go faster than that let's do transwarp and um he was not on board with it and granted at this point he wasn't <clears throat> he was what just an executive consultant still at this at this in this film right so he did not have a you know, final say so so that's how it got in but he he definitely uh uh, was not buying it and not into it. And I think that's, um...
1: Well, I don't think we ever hear of Transwarp again. Do we? I don't think we do. Like I don't in, think we do. Like, in I don't think in any of the movies we do. And I can't say that... You know, I know that they do... In Next Generation, they have, like, The Traveler, and there's a couple of other things that happen that they... Uh, I think there's one with Barkley, and he makes them go faster, and, um... But I don't necessarily remember them ever talking about like, oh, well, we could exceed warp drive by going to transwarp drive. Like, I don't remember, and I could be wrong. And I'm sure someone in the Federation will point out that, hey, in Voyager and or in this, you know, they did talk about uh, it. So yeah, and that's fun. no, I I don't. I'm always looking for our internal fact check.
0: The um, the, there was a fun. Uh, I remember doing a little bit of, when I was doing a little research on transwarp, and there was um, there was a fun really subtle reference to to this incident or to the excelsior in the next generation and data says something like um you know there hasn't been uh like a failure or something in, in technology for like whatever the time frame was in 90 years what's the i figure what the time gap is between next generation and, and original series but whatever it was it it, it, it the yeah. the interpretation of that comment he made was people interpreted it as he was referring back to the failure of excelsior and the transwarp drive this doesn't say it by name oh, but it's okay. it's it i could totally see how you you could read into it like oh yeah the great experiment failed all right well i'll miss it um i'll, I'll miss the excelsior i know i know i know she'll be back um but it was a, a, a fun trip. if not yep well the crew not so much but <laughs>
1: All right, so we switch to the, uh, so we go back to the Enterprise, um, you know, zooming across the screen. Zoom! And uh, Kirk gets up, gives congratulations to Scotty by putting his hand on his shoulder, to which I'm going to go with James Doohan is very uncomfortable with that.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What makes you say that?
1: <laughs> so Kirk comes down and says, Scotty, as good as your word. So as soon as he puts his hand on his shoulder, he, like, tenses up. Oh, really? I feel like he totally—you can see Kirk get up and say, "Scotty's good as your work." Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he like—he totally tenses up, like, "Don't touch me." Is that
0: is that is that Doohan then? And you know, we've talked about his he wasn't a huge fan of Shatner all the time. You think that's a
1: yeah? And even even when he delivers the line, "I sir," the more. They overthink the plumbing; the easier it is. He doesn't even look at Kirk. He doesn't even look at Shatner. He's almost like giving his. I mean, I know it's like when someone's beside you and you sort of, you know, you're talking forward, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't even like. In some scenes, you know, he'll turn. You know, you turn around, or he just does not even. You know, he doesn't even give the. He's like looking at the main viewer. He doesn't even give him the eye, the sidelong eye, because. Here comes McCoy, and he says to him, he says, here, Doctor, souvenirs. He totally turns to the Doctor. Like, he doesn't even, you can, you can I think in this one scene, which I don't think we've seen before, the real dislike um, James Doohan has for William Shatner.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I did, I did not pick up on that, but I can see it. My note, and tell me if I'm matching things, my note that was that dude, Scotty sounds like he's drunk. <laughs> I,
1: well, you know, he's all spaced out.
0: Well, I don't know, man. I just the, that line—it almost sounds like he's slurring it. <laughs> it I mean, I had to—you know—I found I've got you know transcripts of everything in the script, but uh, it's like, what is he saying? oh Yeah, overthink the plumbing. Okay, but I'm like, ooh, that is that. I think he's—he's he's feeling no pain right now.
1: I like George Takei. You know, George Takei gives the—he uh, gives the laugh, looks at Kirk, yes. and then immediately looks. You know, think Kirk sort of looks around laughing at the joke that you know Scotty makes about the plumbing and then you know you have Chekhov sitting over in the corner all by himself
0: yeah he's just hanging out in his little
1: in his little Lord Fauntleroy suit over there
0: yeah it's yeah I'm not nothing it's alright it's an okay moment I think it's easier to stop the drain it's not, not as funny as I guess it could have been I'd like to know what it is that he actually did who Scotty yeah
1: I don't know. It's like he pulled out the fuses. <laughs> I have to wonder what he what you know he he drops these things into does he drop like a couple of christmas light bulbs in his uh in his hand?
0: Oh I thought they were like d batteries.
1: <laughs> I can't really see i to me they look like i i don't know but it's like you can't tell me that whatever he puts in his hand was enough to sabotage the um the whole ship the whole ship yeah because that is a major
0: failing (laughs) maybe it was really really hard for him to get those things whatever they were maybe they're you know they were you know sure everything redundant systems and triple redundancy and all that stuff so maybe he had to go pull you know three or four of these separate d batteries out of different sections of the ship and that was enough all right, man. Uh, that was all the notes I had for this minute. Uh, did you have anything else for this for this crazy minute? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. So, you, so overall, you said thumbs down to this minute.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go thumbs down.
0: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say thumbs up, and I'm gonna say thumbs up because uh, of all of the things this evoked for me: Ferris Bueller, and War Games, and uh, mm. clearly, I like Matthew Broderick. I think so. Alright, let's wrap it up. Uh, Folks, if you want to continue the conversation online, why don't you come on over to the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. Join up there, and you can uh, share in the discussion in this minute, uh, Star Trek Discovery, any other films, any other favorite moments in Star Trek. um, We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll be back again on Wednesday with Minute 48 of the Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye.